0: ask yourself how could you create an audience that's a little bit more specific or different than what everybody else is out there so you're not in this highly competitive space and maybe you test that against also doing those more general audiences you are listening to the not for lazy marketers podcast episode number 268 Hello everybody, how are y'all doing? I hope you guys are having a good week and a good end to quarter one. We are doing quarterly planning and then monthly planning and I always cannot believe like, wow, we're in a whole nother quarter. <laughs> I feel like I say that a lot, but it feels like maybe the last two years especially it's just time just flies and you feel like, oh, I have a quarter to get all these projects done and you can't wait. And then all of a sudden the quarter's over. So I try to keep our planning so that it is realistic and we can accomplish a, lo- a lot of our projects. And we do a pretty good job. We-, we try and hit about 80%, but I you know, tend to overthink what I can – not overthink, but over ambitiously plan for what we can and think I have more time than we do. And I'm sure a lot of you entrepreneurs can relate to that. So in today's episode... I want to walk through some ways you can instantly improve your ad targeting. And this is inspired because every Monday on our ads team, one of our ads managers does like a mini presentation case study where they talk about an account that was potentially not hitting their goals, that was struggling, and then how they overcame it. How they got the cost per lead down or improved the purchases or improved the overall return on ad spend and kind of what their process was. And it's great because I learn a lot from it for content like this and then also our whole ads team learns from it and is able to get ideas to take to all of the rest of our client accounts so it's a really cool process i enjoy everyone and we've been doing it for the last probably month it's been a newer one we've always talked and collaborated but we made it a little bit more structured where there's an actual like mini presentation case study for the team to walk through and One of the most recent ones was really heavily focused on how they got the cost per lead down to a webinar funnel, and specifically some targeting tips that they talked about. So I wanted to bring those to the podcast and get you guys thinking. Um, I always think targeting is not as high priority as messaging, so I want to preface with that because I talk about this a lot, and one of the most important things you can do to improve your ad results is improve your messaging, and that's kind of the the top priority because usually when you have too high cost per click or too high cost per lead or conversion or purchase, there's opportunity for you to improve your messaging, improve your ad headlines, improve the copy, improve the images, have a video put out there. That has definitely more weight than targeting because also if you feel like I'm for sure targeting my audience, I'm targeting interests or demographic information that I know my audience is in that audience and you're not getting conversions or you're not getting hitting your cost per result goals, usually you need to turn to the messaging. But there's always room to improve targeting and it's obviously a factor in improving your ad results. So one of the things that this ads manager was talking about in her case study was around how she just improve the targeting and try to go deeper with the targeting and one thing we're seeing right now is there's definitely a lot of audiences that everybody targets so if you target you know the main interests let's say you're in the business space and you're targeting Marie Forleo and Amy Porterfield and Gary Vaynerchuk and Social Media Examiner like those are all the the very general targeting ones that a lot of other people are targeting right so you're you're in a very competitive space now not to say that those don't work those are audiences I use in my own account you know, my team runs and they work great. But also, it's great to experiment and ask yourself how could you create an audience that's a little bit more specific or different than what everybody else is out there, so you're not in this highly competitive space. And maybe you test that against also doing those more general audiences. So thinking about tools that your customer uses, interests they have, shopping habits, what they read, what they watch, allows you to get more specific. And what you can do there is have an and factor. So maybe you know that your customer uses this specific business tool or app, or they have this specific shopping habit, and you pair that with Marie Forleo or Amy Porterfield audience, and you have that as one and factor. And so allowing yourself to get specific like that hopefully creates an audience that has a little bit less competitive in, competitiveness in it and less saturation. So it's great to test that. And and so one exercise you can do is that if you actually haven't created ads before or you have, if you just go into the ad set level and you start typing in keywords in the targeting box, Facebook will give you a ton of other options, a ton of other ideas. And so I've definitely talked about using audience insights before, which is another way you can do this. But I really like and our team really likes actually just going into the ad set level and playing around, clicking around their different categories and options they have, and it'll give you a bunch of, of options. So one um one audience that works for us all the time is just lead generation and you'd think like how does Facebook know that people are interested in lead generation but they know somehow and they've you know combined their data and have this audience of people who are interested in lead generation and it's one of our top converting audiences for my own ads so we found that, you know, by doing this research. So one thing you could do is, for example, if you if you typed in lead generation on on Facebook, it would then give you a bunch of other options, a bunch of other targeting options. And so, I really encourage you if you're running ads um, now or you're planning to run ads that you try and and mix in your targeting so that you have a couple of really good clear. Audiences like Marie Forleo, Amy Porterfield, if you're in the health and wellness space, those might be like Weight Watchers or um, a specific influencer that, you know, maybe follows the paleo diet like Rob Wolf or the paleo mom or you've got the keto diet like those are really obvious ones, right? And then take it to the next level and also test out how do I test some more specific audiences. Now they might not work and convert for your account, but at least you're testing them. And I oftentimes think that people don't do enough testing in their campaigns and they just choose like three audiences and then that is their result and they you know either turn it off and give up or, or they settle with that cost. And I think you should test several audiences, especially if you're new. Because especially if you haven't run ads, you have no idea what's going to convert for your campaigns and I would definitely test you know at least 10 over the course of a month different audiences that are this specific audience and if you play around and just ask yourself you know what are again tools that your customer uses and specific interests that you can find when you go play around in that ad set level shopping habits things they read things they watch and then pair that with sometimes a uh an and factor that makes it so that it's in your niche so for example you could have people who uh, follow Weight Watchers and like Starbucks like if that's your audience for example and like okay and then test that out what does it do and I always like to say you know the most you're you're going to be out with your money is is your daily budget so let's say you're spending $25 a day and you want to test three or four different new audiences in a campaign, then spend it for two days and the most you're going to spend is $50. And, and you're going to decide from there and see what worked and what didn't work. What got clicks, what didn't get clicks, what got conversions or purchases and what didn't. And then allow that to make decisions moving forward about what audiences you should take into a new campaign. And keep doing that. And so I, I recently did a podcast about not being gun shy with your ads because I see this a lot. People are like, they freeze, like they run a campaign with like three audiences. It totally doesn't work or it doesn't work how they were expected. They're expecting it to work. And so then they just turn the whole campaign off and they don't know what step to take next. Just start a new campaign with new audiences and, and keep the, keep the creative the same for a couple of days and just try that. And then if that doesn't work, change your creative and try a different one. You kind of have to not be afraid to just do that and just start taking action and start making moves and, and changing things and trying to optimize things and then see what happens. And the worst that's going to happen is you're going to be out your daily budget, but you're going to learn from that. And so it's a positive investment. People ask me often, You know, how long do I let an ad sit before I decide that it's not working? And our general rule of thumb, so this would be relevant to like if you're testing new targeting in a campaign, if your ad goes longer than 72 hours and it's more than two times your cost per result goal, so that could be cost per purchase or cost per lead. So let's say your cost per lead goal is $5 and you ran your ad your campaign for three days and your average cost per lead was $20 then I would turn that off it's too high we got to make some changes and relaunch a new campaign and relaunch you know either new audiences or new creative relaunch it do that again so 72 hours and if it's above you know one and a half to two times your your goal cost per result so if that's a cost per purchase let's say your goal cost per purchase is $25 $25 and you run it for three days and you're at hundred dollars turn that off and retry things for years people have asked me if I will sell our top ad tools that we use with our clients and finally I am introducing our bulletproof Facebook ad toolkit a power-packed easy-to-use resource bundle and workshop series that will dramatically shortcut the path to a highly profitable funnel Inside this bundle, you will find our ad projection calculator so you can calculate your ad spend based on your sales goals, our Facebook ad tracking sheet so you can track your ad results against your goals every single day, our campaign planner so you can plan out all your campaigns before you ever launch them, and our Facebook ad copy swipe file with our highest converting Facebook ad copy. To access all of these tools for only $37, go to hershmarketing.com toolkit. The other thing that comes up a lot when people are testing their targeting is they say, well, do I just throw in new things into my campaign, creative and targeting? And the answer is no. If you change out your creative or you have new targeting to test, I would create a new campaign in most cases. Because with campaign budget optimization, which is where Facebook takes your budget, spreads it out across your ad sets and audiences that you selected in that campaign, If you go throw a new audience in there, an ad set into a campaign that's already been optimizing, you're going to throw the whole thing off. It's just like in the old days, like two, three years ago before campaign budget optimization. If you went in and edited an ad set and you just changed the targeting to something that was already going, it threw it all off. So if you're going to change your your creative, if you're going to add in a couple targeting options, do it in a new campaign so you can start fresh. And keep your other campaign if it's working on or if it's close to working on. So, you know, if if you're going three days, 72 hours and not turning off unless it's over two times the result, then it's important to make sure it's not close. And so people make the mistake where, okay, let's say my my goal cost per lead is five dollars and I'm at eight dollars. And I'm like, well, it's over. It's been three days. I'm going to turn my whole campaign off. You could have got it down to $5 if you would have let it sit potentially for a couple more days. So if it's looking promising, if it's optimizing, don't turn it off. Usually the first couple of days when you're running a campaign are the worst while Facebook's figuring it out, while it's optimizing, while your pixel's optimizing. So you don't want to turn it off too early. So that's the general the general rule of thumb. So the title of this podcast was how to instantly improve your targeting. And so how you can instantly improve your targeting is honestly doing more testing and trying to find some specific creative audiences that is not as saturated as the standard ones out there. And then just see how those convert compared to the standard ones or compared to what you've run before or in the past and, and compare that. You might find a really great goldmine of a winner, or it might not work for you, but at least you tried it and at least you improved it. Usually you're going to get to a place where, especially if you want to keep scaling and improving your ads, that you have to test new things and try new things and and try these creative audiences. The last thing I want to point out in here is and factors. So sometimes people make the mistake of getting too specific. So they'll be like, okay, I'm going to create my my dream audience. They have to follow Amy Porterfield and Marie Forleo and Russell Brunson and shop at Starbucks and buy ClickFunnels and like all these and factors. And it's like, in theory, that should be my ideal person if they like all those things. Well, if you make your audience too small doing that, it's, it's not going to work. And so typically, if you're using and factors, the, the general strategy is use them to get your audience size where you want them and making sure that it's specific enough. So you obviously wouldn't target everybody who likes Amazon because that has nothing to do with your industry. It's not specific enough. So you'd have to pair Amazon with something else. Also, if you have an audience that's 10 million in size and you use and factors, you're able to get that a little bit more specific. But if you have an audience that's a million to three million, that's fine. And you don't have to have an and factor to make that more specific. The last thing around this, around audience sizes... Generally, what we do is try to keep our audience sizes that are within a campaign around the same size. So if you're going for audiences that are around you know, 1 million in potential reach size, you wouldn't want to also have audiences in that campaign that are like 10 million or 30 million or 5 million. It's too big of a range. So you'd want to be all around 1 million in size. So you could use and factors to get your audiences around that size. So use and factors to be specific, but to also create the audience size that you want. And don't make it so specific and so small that then it doesn't convert. Because Facebook doesn't like it when you try to over control it and be like, I'm going to get it to this top you know, 10,000 people that are my ideal dream customer. And you know, in theory, it should work, but it never does. If you try and way over control and overpower Facebook's algorithms and try to outsmart it, it won't work. And and one way people do that is they get way too crazy with their and factors, and they'll get this like tiny audience and think that oh, it's okay because it's a specific audience. Again, in theory, sounds like a good idea, a good strategy. I've never seen it actually work. So use and factors to get your audience around the same size within your campaign, and use them to get specific. Like I said, if you're targeting a very broad targeting option like Amazon, like Starbucks, like, I don't know, any of those very broad ones, use an and factor to bring it into your industry, to your niche and test that out. So there are my strategies on how to instantly improve your ad targeting.